0: What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Bobby Hayes, we in the building today, holding down on The Daily Show. We're going to talk about why Bears fans may be disappointed by what we get back for Robert Quinn. We're also going to talk about Kyler Gordon and if he's ready for what the New England Patriots are about to do to that boy. We're going to get into all that and more right after this.
1: You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content.
0: All right, bro. So we know we we talked about it before. The Bears are uh, expected to shot Robert Quinn towards the trade deadline. And while you know we can talk a lot about what we would want back, I want to be realistic with this and I want to talk about why we may be disappointed in what we get back for Robert Quinn. Now, I th- still think overall in saying this and what we're gonna get into, that polls may still find a way to turn that into positive positive uh compensation or whatever it is, but we-, we can talk about this back and forth. So the first one is just Robert Quinn's lack of production. How bad he's been this season, bro? Yes, he had a, he has a win rate of eleven point five percent. This time last season, it was twenty one point nine percent. His pass rush productivity is down from fourteen point nine to six point six. We already know if you watch the game, we see it. Robert Quinn has not played good, but to see those percentages drop that much
1: is wild, bro. What do you think about? It, it definitely is wild man and then a lot of people be like well he ain't doing good over there what makes y'all think he gonna do good over here you know what i'm saying so that might it definitely will be a challenge to think that because i know that i've been pushing on let's go get let's use him to go get you know chase claypool but in reality what if mike Tomlin and those guys over there in the front office like well yeah is 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 the is the compensation gonna be good we don't know Mm -hmm. But we'll take them off your hands for a fifth-round pick or something. You know somebody's going to try to throw, you know, a low-ball trade, but to see what you can get out of them. And obviously, with the production, you can't be greedy. My man, had he had one tackle last week. He has one sack on the season, and the Bears played six games already. That's not good enough. If my man's would have gave about three or four sacks, they'd be like, okay, we could probably work with it, but not as of right now.
0: And Robert Quinn's always been an up-and-down player, right? He's always had the seasons where he looks really, really good. So, so season, bad season, whatever it is. But this is different, bro. It really, I don't know if he's just not interested. He could very well get traded and then just because he's competing for something, it flips the switch. But he looks slow out there. He's getting beaten ways that we didn't see last season, bro. And sometimes, I'm not saying, I'm not ready to say it is yet because I want to see in whatever happens, what team he goes to, whatever, how he plays. But like sometimes it does just happen that way. A player will fall off in one season and go and it goes completely left and while Robert Quinn has been very productive overall in his NFL career, he's always always had that up and downness to his game, so I definitely think that that that's going to be the biggest sticking point. And taking it out of the next one is also his money, bro. So he still yeah. he still is owed 2 years, 7 million dollars over the rest of his contract. Now the Bears could take on a lot of that money, which could up, you know, what what compensation they get back for it, but that money for for a player that's also not producing well and an aging veteran that's gonna be a big uh thing that harpens this deal potentially what do you think about that
1: i agree with it man because what ain't like 32 years old so yeah, yeah they probably thinking they probably thinking yeah man he might be you know wearing down a little bit he's like yeah we take on take him on for another two years but what if he don't he, again what if he okay he had 18 and a half sacks last year only giving us one sack this year some might be like yeah you might pay for him but is it good enough you know what i mean is it good enough so I'm with you on that. My guy, he he's struggling right now. And I, I'm probably I'm leaning towards the side that man, he like, man, we ain't about to win shit. I'm just gonna come in every day, be a professional, collect my check, and hey, go home. That's probably his train of thought right now. I can't speak for him, but that's just what I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just you would think that the amazing the record setting season he had last season to come and be like this, bro. Like even if he's usually having his usual down season after a great season, this is just different. bro. I, I really do. Like if he doesn't want to be there, I hope they hit that he is moved. If that's affecting him, given his all, I hope that it does happen for him. And at the end of the day, like we all kind of saw the writing on the wall, right? As when the veterans in this offseason, I'm sorry, when the team was trading veterans is offseason or not signing them or whatever. Everybody kind of looked at the Robert Quinn thing like, oh, well, Robert Quinn's going to naturally be the next one. Right. And then when that didn't happen, um, you know, there are some calls for optimism and what that could mean for this defense, what that could do for the younger players. But at this point now, like I said before, with Dominique Robinson and Travis Gibson looking as good as they are, bro, I'm willing to just take a, di- a, a, a roll of the dice at the young guys and let them figure it out. And then let's get off as much of this veteran money as we can, because. The production, like, there's nothing in Robert Quinn's game that says we need him on this team, unfortunately. And that's just what it
1: is at this point. Yeah, and I'm with you because if you think about it, he got 18 and a half sacks and Khalil Mack was hurt. He did most of his damage with Travis Gibson. So why can't you produce the same way? So I'm just with you, man. It's just, you might, as the best, you might just have to, you know, I ain't saying accept anything. You don't give him away for a seven-round pick. But if somebody coming up for a third or a fourth, Hmm. You might have to think about it because he ain't being productive. And you've seen with the, the little time that you've given to Dominique Robinson and Travis Gibson, they've been productive. They've been playing a tail off for the time that they've been given. So why not roll the dice? You're you're a young, you're you building a team, right? So yeah. if you can find if you can figure out if Dominique Robinson can play on the side that Robert Quinn is playing on, that right there continues to shorten that list of things that you have to address in the offseason. Get a young guy's a chance if that's the route that you want to go. Sure,
0: for sure, for sure. And then the last thing on this list that we want to talk about is just what is the demand really for Robert Quinn? Like, when you look at him and what he theoretically brings, right, and that's an edge rusher even though he hasn't done that so far this season. But if, it's, if a team that's contending is looking at that, the, the assets that you're willing to give up as a contending team, like at that point, what a, a third-round pick on a contending team is really like a fourth-round pick just because the pick's going to be lower. So you got to look at, like, the teams that would want – Robert Quinn are going to be contenders you're not going to get this team that just isn't doing much that has all these draft picks that are going to be like hey let's give up some of that for Robert Quinn it's going to have to be a contender so you got to look at teams like you know I'm not even going to name some teams I do have them on this list but I'm not going to name them per se but like and then I am like the 49ers could do it they just made a big trade could the 49ers look to give up more draft compensation could the Eagles do it like teams like that but the, thing, the fact of the matter is with those teams that they do that, the, the compensation we get back is already going to be lower than what we expect just by the nature of what those teams get. What do you think about that, about the demand for Robert Quinn and then the teams that may be in demand form? The asses back may just not be what we think we're going to get for. What do you think?
1: And I, I'm with you, bro. I think that the, the demand is kind of low on them right now. So a lot of teams yeah. with those – the teams in contention pretty much, bro, they don't have a lot to give up. L.A. Rams, they don't have a lot to give up. But you just seen what the Niners just gave up for Christian McCaffrey. So now they don't have a lot because these teams, they be like, man, we we got a solid team. We're paying we pay these players. We got players all around on this team. This could be a missing link. But in our reality, your man hasn't been productive. He only got one sack on the season. We know what he did last year, but in six games this year, he ain't did much. So if you expect me to come out and you know unload a uh, several picks for Robert Quinn, it might not be in the. It might not be good for the Chicago Bears, or it may not be good for that franchise that's trying to acquire him. Because if you think if you looking at the Ravens too, they they got people paid up over there as well because they in contention. You know what I'm saying? Even though they do have some issues on their defense who gave up a couple games this season. But at the same time, the rebuttal to any, any uh, deal you try to get done is my man's only got one sack this entire season in six games. And last week against a team that you could have took, take, could have took advantage of because they had some people go out during the game. Robert Quinn only had one tackle. So it's a lot of rebuttals that they can throw out there and you can be like, no. We give you a fourth, (laughs) and then you're gonna have to think on it. The thing that
0: that with NFL trades that are different than like almost any other sport, I I don't really follow MLB as close to know like what their trade structure is. But the fact that the NFL like you can you can trade away a player, but then still take on some of their salary, it could help the Bears get a little bit more draft capital capital back. But then at that point, you're taking on a lot of that risk for the other team as far as financially. But even then, it's just gonna be hard to incentivize a team to give up a considerable pick. When he's not, it all goes back to the production. Um, but at this point, you can't expect for him to produce all of a sudden. The trade deadline ain't too far away. Like we 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 pushing what it's three common. weeks
1: away from it. Yeah, so I mean, it's coming soon. So
0: so we got we got to figure it out. Like, and at the end of the day, I just wanted to talk about this topic because I wanted to be realistic with it. Right, is that. The Bears are probably not going to get back what some of us were hoping for Robert Quinn. We're not trading the Robert Quinn of last season. I think that's how no. a lot of Bears fans are looking at it as if we're trading the 18 and a half sack guy away. And unfortunately, his play this season, that's not
1: who we're trading away, bro. Facts because his stock, you can like I believe everybody should can agree that his stock was higher during the off season. But yeah. after six games, that, that, man, it went down. It's, it's red like how the market red right now. So yeah, yeah you bad. ain't getting much if we being realistic. So
0: so there you go, man. The next thing up, and I just realized that both these uh, topics are pretty depressing. But effort, it, man. It is
1: <laughs> what it is. Uh, hey, we gotta so, push
0: on. So, bro, I was looking at some things, and uh, so uh, Jacoby Myers from the New England Patriots, who lines up at the slot mostly, he plays sixty nine percent of his snaps at the at the slot. Um, so that means he's only going to line up on Jalen Johnson's side of the ball nine percent of the time going into the into the game so far. So that means that they are about to expose. Uh, Bill Belichick is about to completely pick on Kyler Gordon badly. It's about to be bad, bro. Uh, so far this season, uh, Jacoby Myers is averaging 2.74 uh, yards per route run, um, and Kyler Gordon is allowing 2.5 yards per route run against him. <laughs> this is a, This is about to get ugly real quick, bro. Like, what do, you, what do you think? Like, this test of Kyler Gordon, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because a lot of Bears fans are down on him. He's been improving, uh, slowly but surely. And things like this, I think are going to help him in the long run. But, bro, it's about to be ugly for Kyler Gordon on Monday, isn't it?
1: Whoo! Hey, quick thing. You remember being in the Matrix when Neo thought he can whoop Morphe his ass? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This is uh, Kyler Gordon's Neo moment right here. Because Bill Belichick, great defensive man, and you already know when he puts together a game plan, he wants to attack the weaknesses against whatever team he's facing. He doesn't go in saying, hey, we're gonna do this every single week. No, he's a guy that tailors his game plan based on the teams that they facing. So it's just gonna be one of those Neo moments. Young fella, you a rookie. You had good, you know, you played well, improved the last two weeks, but now it's time to face the master or the sensei or whatever you want to call it. And we're gonna, we gonna see. We're gonna see. I hope, man. I hope, I hope that my man can at least, you know, step up and get in the mindset like y'all not gonna pick on me. But I, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell y'all, my confidence meter is not that high going against Bill <laughs> Belichick. The man has beaten the Bears five straight times.
0: So five, he's five and one against the Bears. Bro. That's crazy.
1: Yes, that's he's wild us five to me. straight times. So,
0: um. Bro, this game is going to be – and we, we kind of talked about it the other day. Like, this is going to be a game where the Bears are going to be tested a lot. But, like, somebody – like, they are going to be a, a few people that are targeted. Kyler Gordon on the defensive end is going to be targeted heavily, heavily, heavily. Yeah. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I tell you what, I love uh, Larry Borman and Braxton Jones,
1: but they better be prepared, bro. Because they come. Oh, yeah. They come. They coming, bro. They coming. They Judon, come. that man, yeah. he, he play like his hair on fire. No real, he's he coming.
0: This game could be
1: ugly
0: for the Bears, bro. Like, I, I just, I'm really concerned about the game. I don't want to get too much into. It. We're gonna do a pregame show. We'll, we'll talk about all that then. But uh, yeah, this is gonna be one of those games. Running, Luke Getzy. Listen, your play calling gotta be a one because Bill Belichick A1. already know what you finna do. He know your first ten plays before you knew your first ten plays.
1: Bro. Yeah, you better absolutely, be watching. absolutely. So, My man's gonna be like, oh, y'all think y'all? Cause we already know the Bears. They want to run the ball. So they about to sack the box. They going to say, hey, Justin Fields, pass the ball. But then as soon as you're like, all right, we're going to pass the ball, they are going to be like, oh, yeah, sweat, demoralized, whatever word you want to insert in there, he yeah. killed Braxton Jones last week. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, so he Bill Belichick, I'm like, oh, rookie left tackle? Let's go, Judon, get over there. <laughs> get yeah. over there. That's you all You got is. a choice. Get yeah. over there. So we'll see.
0: We'll see, man. We'll see. But we will continue to monitor it, man. We're going to have our pregame. We'll probably actually do, I'm guessing, the pregame show on Sunday since we don't have a game Sunday. That'll probably be the best time. Uh So be on the lookout for us uh, coming Sunday. Uh, With that, Bobby, go and give him the social media, man. Let's get up out of here.
1: All right, y'all. Y'all already know. Tonight is game day for the Chicago Bulls, so y'all tune in to that. And then y'all just get ready for the Chicago Bears on Monday night. It's prime time. Bears, please don't embarrass us. (laughs) At least play hard. Let's do the damn thing. <laughs> but, but hey, head on over to Bulls Podcast with me and C Dub over there if you want more from my guy Hayes. Hit him up on all social media platforms at CEO Hayes. Don't forget to subscribe to Chicago Sports Central and don't forget to subscribe to Hit Up NBA Central. We got stuff coming. Baby. We working. We working over it's here. Live, That's it. We working. We working. Let's go. We working.
0: Um. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bear Central, man. Make sure you're following us at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, uh, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything <laughs> Chicago Bears related. Bear down, y'all. Peace.
1: This has been a presentation of the Break Break, Break- Media. Break- media.